Welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast, bringing you juicy convos with thought leaders discussing the wild world of parenting. Happy Sunday. This is Katie Berlin, host of the Elevate the Vibe podcast. I know when this airs, it will be Wednesday, but we are recording this the Sunday before, and I'm here with my very handsome co-host, my husband, Jason Berlin. What up, Shug? It's nice to be here on a nice, sultry Sunday afternoon. I think it's about 85 and humid. It feels a little bit like a Floridian in the house here. Yes. Anybody that is in LA knows that it has been hot. There is a little heat wave that's been coming through. Yesterday, we had the chance to hop in the pool with our little one, which was pretty cool. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. And our pool is a community pool in our neighborhood. We live in a little enclave. So we see a lot of the same people day in and day out when we're walking or just in our neighborhood. There are two pools. We always go to the same location. And we have created this process with our little one who is about two. If this is your first episode or if you've been following along, you may know this. But we address all of our neighbors that are in our community as neighbor. So when we're walking with our little one and we see someone, we'll say, say hi to our neighbor, say hi to our neighbor. So we're trying to teach him to be friendly. So he says, hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hi. Hi, neighbor. Yeah. (laughs) He's really good at it and he's super charming and all the neighbors love him. And a lot of them come right over to him and give him high fives and little highs and everything and it creates a really nice feel in the community now before we were in quarantine we would also do this like if we went to the grocery store or if we went out to eat we would just reference quote-unquote strangers anybody yeah as neighbor we would say like because we felt like it was a kind way to address them Mm -hmm. and just like a blanket way to talk about people that we're coming in contact with which what we didn't realize was that everyone on the earth is now someone who lives close to us because they are all neighbors to sam we are all one (laughs) we are all in the same neighborhood (laughs) is the broad broad stroke here neighborhood of earth (laughs) (laughs) now we were on a walk the other evening and one of the areas that we were walking is large enough where people can bike And a mom and a daughter biked past us, and I've seen them before. And I've seen the little girl. She's probably about seven or eight years old. Someone who is definitely our neighbor, lives in our neighborhood. And every time we pass them, even if we say hello to people, not everybody responds, and that's fine. But this little girl sort of gives like this mean scowl. And she's not intending to be mean, but she definitely has this look like, She's learned not to say hello to people. Right. And Jason and I were talking about this the other day and thinking, are we doing a disservice to our child by teaching him that people are inherently friendly or we should inherently be friendly to them and speak to them like we know them? Yeah. And I mean, I feel like growing up, I was always friendly with people and I always wanted to say hi and hello and give someone a wave if they were in my neighborhood. And, you know, even strangers, if they walk by me now, I'd just be like, hey, what's up or what's going on? You know, I try to acknowledge everyone as a human being because that's just who I am. I'm not going to look the other way. I'm not going to 
you know, stare at them like a creep or anything, but just acknowledging someone's presence is like, hey, what's up? You know, especially if you see them all the time. So I guess the question here is at what point do you go from teaching your kid that everyone is friendly, everyone is really great, we're all friends, we're all one, we're all great too. You know, maybe this person has a candy bar and wants you to get in their van or something, or maybe this person has other malintentions and you want to teach your son or daughter that you can't trust anybody off the street because, you know, when do you make that mental switch as a kid where you're like, oh, hi, everyone's so super cool to, oh, this isn't my dad, stranger, help. You know, I mean, is that like a seven-year-old thing, an eight-year-old thing? Like, I, I just don't know. Shog, what do you think? I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> if there was someone approaching me, I probably needed to run as fast as I could into the middle of the woods because there's no reason that anyone would have been near me for any reason at all besides my immediate family. So growing up for me, it was a little different. Like there was definitely a sense of if someone showed up at our house, I lived on a call. This is a bad example well, because like, not I, everyone lives in the middle of Kansas with no running water and no, you know, in a barn with you okay, know, 30 I animals. Grew and... up outside of Baltimore, <laughs> not in Kansas. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's more about like Jason mentioned, when do you begin to provide them with a knowledge that not everyone has your best intention in mind. And as small children, they need to be aware of that. And I grew up in a townhouse community where I knew everyone who lived in every house going all the way down our street. There were like 10 houses on the left, 10 houses on the right. And then you'd hook down to the right hand side. Um, and I knew everyone. And even if I didn't know them, I would still say hi or give a little wave. But I was between the ages of like, you know, five or 12 but I never felt afraid of strangers so maybe that's just my problem I don't know okay so back to where I actually grew up not <laughs> in Kansas without running water but... Wyoming <laughs> <laughs> uh, cold colder colder <laughs> Dakota no. colder yeah uh, so I grew up on a cul-de-sac of one of my parents homes so I knew my immediate neighbors on the cul-de-sac so it's like okay you know who they are but then in my dad's house I grew up in the middle of nowhere, up a long driveway. So there would be like zero reason why anyone would ever come to my dad's house. It was not reason. a paved driveway either. No, it was not. It was not like an inviting driveway. You like, could barely see the house number on the side. It was 800. And like, I think you had to like really dig your eyes into the side of the road to see the 800 that was like nestled between the barely visible driveway. So you were literally like turning into a forest. You had to have some serious balls if you drove up that driveway. Like, it looks like the type of place where a serial killer would live. Yes, 100%. And I lived there, so <laughs> it was accurate. But, <laughs> but I think that regardless of the neighborhood that you grow up in or what your home is like or wherever you live, there are inherent skills that you want to teach your children about their own safety and what's appropriate for them and what's appropriate for them when they're by themselves, how they interact with other people and how other people interact with them. And on our walk the other evening, when we saw this little girl, it sparked this conversation between us because she's probably not unfriendly. It's It could be that her parents taught her, like, we just don't yeah. speak to people we don't know, which yeah. isn't a wrong no. process. It's not like wrong to do that. So we're curious for the audience, 
when do you begin that? Does it begin when they go to preschool, to yeah. daycare? You know, they don't necessarily have the cognitive skills to understand how to create boundaries for themselves. So if an adult approaches them and does something, even if internally they feel like maybe it's not right, they don't necessarily know how to articulate like something was happening and I didn't feel comfortable because they're just little kids. So when do you put that in place and how do you put that in place so that you know that they're safe, but you also don't want them to grow up to be like complete a-holes. Like right. Jason mentioned, you want to inherently, like I like to walk around and look at people and give them a little nod or a wave or a smile. I try not to be the type of person that does not make eye, con <laughs> like eye contact when it's only like the two of us or be rude. So we want to know from you, Vibe Hive, what are your thoughts on this? When did you implement this for your children? What age did you begin to teach them? It's okay to speak to people that maybe are not your parents yep but don't go pet a puppy and hop into someone's windowless van and please let us know because the last thing i want to do is make sammy a really happy-go-lucky kid who's super friendly when he really should be just pushing people away his entire life <laughs> yeah be more he should be more like me no like, sure don't cold. say that calculated he's a cold-hearted sam yeah. look into his eyes yeah he, yeah. <laughs> yeah take take a little bit more after your mom like <laughs> a constant resting bitch face yeah the medusa gaze you know turning yeah. people into stone as they walk by yeah. yeah yeah but yeah let us know your thoughts hit us up on insta hit us up on the website subscribe leave a comment whatever you want to do all that social stuff and on insta we are at elevate the vibe so on this week's post when this episode comes out on wednesday let us know or shoot us a dm we want to know what you think or you could even make a tiktok dance about this and find me on tiktok if you want or send a raven whatever you want to do yeah a raven works too yep because i am from outside of baltimore Ooh, nice tie-in chug uh-huh so <laughs> ravens flock to me yes there you go yeah all right all right peace